Welcome, Glenn, to another episode of Glenn and Casey's Spooky Ramble. Halloween Havoc Edition. Hey, Glenn, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? <laughs> pretty, pretty spooky. <laughs> pretty spooky. Are we the spooky ramble now, not the royal well, ramble? Only, only for one, one night a year. All right. I was going to say, I'll have to change the mugs. <laughs> I've got to show you. I'll do it next episode since we've got our little cameras here. I've got a Royal Ramble T-shirt now. Oh, wow. I've got a Royal Ramble cap. Oh, wow. Would you like a cap? Um, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to wear it in public, but I, I can wear it when we do our podcast. I think you should wear it in public. <laughs> You should wear it everywhere, Case. So people will go, what's that? And you go, I don't want to have to explain this. But yes, thank you, Case. It is Halloween. And of course, time for another Halloween Havoc, as you succinctly said. Your selection, 1992, I believe. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did almost go to watch 93 and um, started it and then went, oh, hang on, this isn't the right one. But yeah, I yeah. look forward to doing it <laughs> 293 because the intro looks stupid. So uh... the, the intro for 92 wasn't much better. But one thing that I did find weird is when I went onto the network on my TV, my TV and the network aren't friends. They don't get along that great, you know. And I pressed play on 92 and it went swivel, swivel, flink, and it went to 93. It right. just jumped out and went, oh, I'm not doing 92. We'll watch 93. So if I hadn't have noticed, I would have got halfway through this one and gone, wait a minute, this isn't it. So uh, thankfully I was watching it on the computer. Everything is much more uh, tight on that. And uh, I remember actually last podcast you did say that, like, we're going to go 92. Mm. You just said it was a great year for Rumbles. Mm. Let's see if it's a great year for Havocs. It kind of was. Well, I was thinking to myself that it definitely was a great year for Rumbles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, I was just sitting there watching the organic cage. It's a different flavour to uh, the uh, other Halloween Havocs that we've previously been exposed to. I d yeah, I didn't think this one was particularly Halloween-y, really. Like, they didn't do much spooky no. shit. They went all the cheesy gravestones and, you know, the, the intro to 93 is definitely a lot more, you know, they, they handed up a lot more and went back with the spooky vibe. This could have just been any old pay-per-view, really. The only... Yeah, yeah. There's there's no real Halloweeniness to it except for the, I mean, the spin the wheel, make the deal stipulation for the final match. So, I mean, that's more like uh, Billy Brownless at the Logies when he's shit faced yeah. rather than Halloween. So, I would love that. The <laughs> <laughs> wheel, spin the wheel. All right. So this wheel is stupid. I thought that the wheel was going to be in a multitude of matches during the evening. Like, yeah, every, well, that's random. how they, they did the last, um, NXT Halloween Havoc. I don't know if they've, right. there's another one on, maybe it was today or tomorrow, oh, which obviously I haven't seen yet, but, uh, yeah, they did a, a spin the wheel for every match basically, or every title match at least. That makes sense. Mm. That makes, that makes complete sense to me. Mind you, I just, I did find it funny that like, it's got 12 options and they all just might as, it might as well just be one big wheel that says street fight. Because <laughs> they're all pretty much to the same match. There's a Prince of Darkness match. I'm like, what's that? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll get to the... All right. We'll avoid all spoils. Right. We'll get to that when we get to it. Um, but, yeah, they did happen to somehow pick the lamest of all uh, stipulations to go with. So, anyway. Absolutely. We'll, You're right, we'll though. But um, before we do, let's do some housekeeping. It's, of course, mm. WCW, not our usual go-to WWE. F slash E. It's October right. 25th, 92, of course, in Pennsylvania. They love Pennsylvania for the Havocs, don't they? Yeah, or Philly crowd, you know, they're, they're scary enough. So, mm. spin the wheel, make the deal. 7,000 in attendance. Woohoo! Ah, <clears throat> also, before we begin, mm. I have a Halloween related joke. Oh, great, because I've got one like too. Yeah, would you like to hear mine? I've got a couple, mate. I've got a, I've got a little bag of tricks over let's, here. Let's have a, let's have a joke off. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> all right. I'll well, joke uh, you. You joke me off. Hey, all right. I'll joke all you right. off. Did <laughs> you say you joke me off? Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Okay, I think I heard right. I've got where do ghosts go on holidays? Um, oh my God. I love only you and a couple of other people I know always try and think of the answer instead of going where. Oh, what? <laughs> You're like, oh, let me have a good hard think about that. I was, like, oh, I was just thinking they go on a booze ship or something. Oh, you're close. They go to the Bahamas. Oh, very good. What do you got? Uh, oh God, I'm laughing already. <laughs> uh, what? I screenshotted a bunch that I found, and I'm just why did I? Have screen- you got the screen, Andy? <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to figure out why I screenshotted this one because it's not very funny. Um, oh my God. Well, it'll it'll fit right in, I reckon. All right, so <laughs> how do you know if a vampire is sick? How? <laughs> his, <laughs> his coffin. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and to follow up on the first aid theme, why did the ghost need a Band-Aid? Why? He had a boo-boo. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> hey, hey, I got um, how do ghosts search the web? Uh, yeah. They use Google. Oh, good. oh it's not All good, right. is it? I got a good one. All right. What did the vegan zombie have for dinner? What's that? Grains. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How about... Oh, let's see, I've got some shit ones. I'll end... <laughs> They're all shit. They're all shit. What do you call a dancing ghost? Uh, what? A polka... Hauntus. What? <laughs> a, a poker hauntus. Poker hauntus. Instead of yeah, like poker hauntus. If I have to explain the joke, poker hauntus. What's poker hauntus got to do with it? it well, it's a. I, I don't know, but it says a poker, like a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't get the pun. Oh no! Well, maybe they should say what to. I don't know. Hang on, hang on. I'll I'll save myself. What did the fisherman say on Halloween? What? Trick or treat. that's good. Uh, All right, I've got one last one for you. We could. I've got a few more for later in the podcast. Oh, hello. Let's not use them up all now. Oh Uh, no, No, that'd be awful. Why won't monsters eat ghosts? Why's that? Because they taste like sheet. (laughs) <laughs> and what is it th- that Pocahontas thing is going to haunt me I'm thinking about that myself now what is that that's so hey have you seen the Poker King with Jack Black no it's on Netflix it's such a weird funny little indie comedy give it a yeah. look no. not relevant what is it called when Dracula rearranges his furniture what Fung sway. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyway, <clears throat> you know, you know who, who we got here tonight on commentary case. I'm just moving along here. We have, we've got Tony and Bruno, which surprised me. Bru- they, yeah. They, they dust him off for the Halloween Havocs, don't they? Yeah. He's more eloquent than I expected, the old Bruno. The way he looks, I thought he'd talk a bit more like, me, Bruno, you know? Well, that is how he talks. But I know what you I know what you mean though. Like yeah, he he doesn't you think, God, he's here for a paycheck, he's gonna be rolling his eyes. And he's not. Like he seems legit like I'm happy to yeah. be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just doing a bad Andre, aren't we? I'm very happy to be here exactly. tonight. It's but the I, same I expect thing. him to be more Andre ish and he's more, I don't know, Uncle Leo. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but- yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not even commentating. They're just like our sort of hosts, I guess. Um, and then That's we right. cut to the commentators, who is, who is good old JR and um, and Jesse the Body. And Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse dressed up as the Grim Reaper. You know, I didn't realise that Jim Ross and Jesse Ventura are one of my favourite announcers together because they're, yeah. like oil and, they're like oil and water. They don't mesh, but it worked for me. I liked how you had... Jim Ross just trying to play by play and tell us their sports background and this yep. is serious stuff. And then you got Jesse just like a pissed uncle at Christmas. 
cracking jokes and saying really irrelevant shit. And he doesn't care. How clear is it that Jesse Ventura does not care? Yeah. It's great. Well, it, it's it really is the um a crossover of two eras. Like you've got Jesse yeah, right. in the era with Gorilla and you know the late eighties, early nineties, and Jim Ross who would you know really take over in the the mid to late nineties. Um, so yeah, I, I had no idea they had ever commentated together, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Here we are. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. There's, of course, a dark match. I'm just going to throw out here for no reason. Eric Watts, that's Bill Watts's son, who is now the boss of uh, WCW at this period. Oh, he was the guy. Eric Watts is the guy who comes in later in the show wearing his suit um, to congratulate Ron Simmons, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was not necessary. But, yes, Eric Watts and Van Hammer, who we've seen prior in another WCW (laughs) schmoz, he didn't Hey, he, he was the guy with the guitar, and he looks like he looks awesome, and he's fit, but far out. He can't wrestle. And they they defeated, allegedly, we didn't see it, of course, they defeated the Vegas Connection. How's this team for you? Vinny Vegas and Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Vinny Vegas, of course, is Kevin Nash. Oh, right. I was picturing John Travolta. He's yeah. like, hey, it's me, Vinny Big. Oh, there should be more of that. But yeah, he's practically playing Steve Martin out of My Blue Haven, if you've ever seen that film. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that means no. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So what have we got? What's our first match, Kate? First match is a six man tag. Why not get straight into the action? And like, I don't know. I was. These two teams came out, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. So we got the. The heel team of Arn Anderson, uh, Michael Hayes, and beautiful Bobby Eaton uh, up yep. against the baby faces of everyone's favorite Tom Zenk, uh, Johnny <laughs> Gunn, and Shane Douglas. Your buddy. Mm, my mate. <laughs> your, your mate. Good old Shane. And uh, yeah, Tom Zenk, he got his ass handed to him by Rick Rude at the last Havoc from memory. That's Remember right. when he came out as the Phantom? Yeah. Oh, hey. He had a, the fan, only phantom I've ever seen with a mustache. Mind <laughs> you, I mean, Rick Root forgot his mustache tonight. It was so weird. Yeah. Well, maybe a oh. ghost stole it. No, why not? But you know what? The 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 heel team, if you will, mm. I, I actually really enjoyed. Yeah, me too. And the crowd love them. Yeah, because it is, it is a Philly crowd though. But but this is just dad bods aplenty. It is, but it's like, but you've, you've got a good mix there. Like, you have beautiful Bobby Eaton, like, you know, he's, he's a quality wrestler, um, but he also, you know, likes to showboat a bit. you got Arn Anderson, who's just there in the trenches, like, just, you know, yep. meat and potatoes, um, yep. slugging away. And then you got bloody Michael Hayes prancing around like a bloody lunatic. Uh, it's, it's a fun, fun combination. It was, and it really worked. The only thing that didn't work, of course, is the ending. And I don't have a lot to say about this, but uh, the one thing I did notice is both Vladimir and the hat guy are in the crowd. Do you remember these two tosses? No. Oh, God, Vladimir was in every uh, WWF pay-per-view. Like, you go, are these guys just rich dudes? That Oh, go, they're like super fans. Like, Yeah, yeah, he's got glasses and he's actually quite jacked. And right. he was just everything, everywhere. And the hat guy is, of course, uh, synonymous with uh, ECW. He's always in the front row. Kind of looks like Waylon Mercy. <laughs> right. <laughs> For lack of a better term. Like, he looks like someone one day that'll get over the guardrail. You go, oh, here we go. So, yeah, so I noticed they're there. This is how much I've got to say about this match. I mean, it, it really is just the crowd cheering for the wrong team for about 10 minutes. Yeah, I've done a couple of matches like that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's. But I mean, they're the they're the more fun team to watch, um, and oh, they're doing yeah. all their they're working better as a team. They're doing all the cool heel shit, um, yeah. you know, um, cutting the ring off and and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, for you know, eleven minutes, it was just like solid wrestling. You know what I mean? There's no like. Yeah. Amazing, like, it's not like today where you're going to have all these, you know, ultra choreographed spots or anything, but it just looked like, you know, six dudes beating the crap out of each other. Well, that's it. It was really just the big, ugly blokes trying to suck their guts in up against the pretty boys. Mm. And the crowd were having none of it. And neither was I, for that matter. (laughs) Uh, I noticed uh, Gary Michael, what is it? Gary Michael Capella or Capella? 
the world's dangerous ring announcers back uh. from last time. I just remember the name going, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's there as well. Uh, it ends. Look, I'll just go to the end. We're uh, Johnny Gunn. Uh, do, he, does he pin uh, Michael Hayes? I believe. Yeah, he does. doesn't he get a, like a. It's like a fez press uh, into oh, the pin. It was very dainty. Yeah. It was yeah, a bit it was messy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Zenk yeah. hit a super kick on Hayes first, and then uh, Gunn gets that fez press and, and pins him. Yeah, right. That's that. But the, the one um, thing is, I noticed watching this old stuff is how much I really like Arn Anderson. Yeah. He, he's good. He's really yeah. good. He's just completely devoid of a personality, and I don't yeah. mind that. I don't yeah, mind that. Like, it's like that's his gimmick. Like, you know, yeah, he's, he's just this. Looks like your dad. Just you know, uh, gets in there and he's a prick, and he like, you know, he's a good. Wrestler. He could all. He could always cut a good promo. He really is. He's the big boss man without a dumb gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I took from this. What do you think about this next match we've got coming up? Two high flyers, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat against uh, Brian Pillman, a heel Brian Pillman. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, uh, I was more excited uh, when the, the they announced the match and the wrestlers came down because, again, I didn't look at the card ahead of time, so I'm just like, all right, um, yeah, right. just roll with it. And, um, yeah, I was like, oh, Steamboat versus Pillman, this will be interesting. That's yeah, I, look, it was a decent match, but I, it didn't, like, sort of blow me away or anything. No, <laughs> was no, it was, was no savage steamboat from WrestleMania 3. It that. wasn't. It wasn't. The passion wasn't there. And I'll tell you bloody why. Apparently, uh, Brian Pillman is one of the few people that stood up to Cowboy Bill Watts when he came in and took over the company. Right. And uh, you notice that there's no padding outside around the ring. Yeah. Like, the whole joint is stripped back. Even the goofy Halloween shit's in the closet somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, Bill Watts was an enforcer in his own right. He uh, pretty much gave everyone less money straight away. He, he told everyone that he took away the, the mat so no one can do stupid spots that are not sanctioned or right. authorised. You can't just throw yourself out for no reason because you'll land on concrete, mate. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you get fined if you do something that uh, isn't like a credible... Sorry, I'm getting distracted here. That uh, isn't a um, like a, a, a credible move or something that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, and if you have a really good match, you got paid more. Right. Yeah, like it was, it was quite interesting the more I read. But one thing I did read is is that, uh, what's his name? Pillman, Brian Pillman, was one of the few wrestlers that turned around and he refused to take a pay cut. And he said, no, 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 no. I'm, we're not changing my contract. I'll just do the rest of my contract and then, then that's it. And Bill Watts said to him, well, that's fine, but you're going to lose every match from now on. And Pillman went, well, that's fine, but I'll be the highest paid jobber in WCW. Yeah. So, which I'm like, okay. So that's why, because you do get that weird doesn't care vibe yeah, off him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's that's why. That's why this match isn't great. Like, there's, there's no, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it's for any stakes. It's yeah. just a little outing. Yeah, and like you know, usually Ricky Steamboat is someone you can count on for, you know, adding a bit of um, bit of drama and making you really sort of care about a match that doesn't have any sort of you know doesn't have a belt on the line or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it just sort of fell flat. I mean, there was there was still some, um, you know, some some good moves, some high flying action from both of them, uh, a couple oh, yeah, of spots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad match, but yeah, just from what I was what I was expecting with those two names involved. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to hear that. That definitely makes sense. It does, doesn't it? And then I, it, it, to to go back and because I I read that and then watched it and went all right because all right you get your arm drags and your reversals and we're seeing us skin the cat and everything yep. that we should see. But at the same because I'm sitting there going, this is a very smooth match, but it's too smooth, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. No one's getting hurt here. And, of course, uh, yeah, Ricky the Dragon just wins with a he sunset flips. Pillman reverses it. He reverses it again. Pillman practically puts himself in the pinning spot and goes, there you go. Have you go. Yeah. One, two, three. And then Pillman doesn't even act annoyed. He's like, oh, see you later. So uh, <laughs> Steamboat gets the glory. Pillman takes the money. And next, next, see, this is WCW. Here we go. We've got Big Van Vader up against Nikita Koloff. 
Now, Rick Rude's supposed to be up against Nikita Koloff. But yeah. he's decided he's not wrestling Nikita Koloff. So therefore, he's sending a Big Van Vader to wrestle for him. But if Big Van Vader loses, he loses Rick Rude's belt. Yeah, this confused the hell out of me, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Like, yeah. um, Big Van Vader's not the championship, but he's defending the championship. Yes. On behalf of... This is the United States Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> defending on behalf of Rick Rude, who's not even in the match, but is on another match later in the card. And I was like... Uh, okay, yeah, WCW. That's uh, <laughs> I guess it's Halloween. Anything goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kept saying non-sanctioned a lot. It's stuck in my head, and I'm going to start saying it a lot. Non-sanctioned. But, uh, yeah, and I, I believe in between, Bill Watts popped out to bore us all to death for a couple of minutes. Got on the mic, and yeah. uh, pretty much just JJ dilling it, dilling it, that, you know, JJ used to do it all the time in the late 90s. True. And uh, yeah, and uh, okay, so we've got two big dudes. Uh, Collins yeah, never uh, really good. Do you like, like it? Yeah, like I mean, just watching this era of Vader's awesome. Like he's just yeah. an absolute beast. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, normally when it's two big dudes, it's not going to be a very good match. Um, you know, it's usually just a couple of dudes slugging away at each other. But this was really fun, and like. Um, yeah, I mean Nikita Koloff didn't even look that big next to next to no. Vader, um, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, this is the opposite of the last match when I when I was like two big guys, this will be a bit bit average. Uh, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah, but it's just again, it's weird and it's schlocky, so I guess it, it does fit. But like Rick Rude even comes out with him and he's like, "Yep," and then they're like, "Rick Rude, you're not allowed out here." And he went, "Okay." And let, mind you, <laughs> mind you, if I was a champion and they were like, you're wrestling, and I went, now Vader's wrestling, and we'll see what happens. Uh, like, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Surely you could entrust Vader <laughs> to bring home your, your gold for you. I noticed they spilled out of the ring a couple of times, so they're obviously allowed mm. to in this match. It's a funny one. I'm sort of like, I'm of two minds with these harsh rules like because i do have to admit there's nothing worse and like a perfect example is the crown jewel that just happened yeah and where like the first match was in a cage it featured tables and ladders and chairs and a chain and where do you go to if you're match number two yeah you've just thrown everything at them whereas if you do have a steady pay-per-view whereas i well you know now that chair might pop out at the end thank you or something to that effect it makes it mean more yeah, I, I mean, I, look, I understand why they, why they, you know, try and have the first opening match, mm. you know, almost as exciting as the headliner. But yeah, like watching these old cards where it slowly builds up over the course of the night, it's just so much better. <laughs> like, uh, it makes it feel more like a real, like when you go see a boxing event or whatever, and like exactly. or MMA event. You know, exactly. imagine if like, the first match was um, equal, you know, heavyweight out compared to the last match you'd be like oh i don't give a shit about the middle of the card now like who cares exactly you, you go to U- ufc and ronda rousey's out first and you're like what yeah yeah because the people that have bought the tickets are already there anyone that's bought a pay-per-views bought it it doesn't matter if they don't watch it or not and if you've got yeah. the network you're either paying for it or you're not it does yeah exactly but that man anyway we're, we're, we're agreeing <laughs> i don't know why i'm getting all ooh, ooh. <laughs> all right one thing I have to throw in is there's a really bad suplex by Koloff. Like, it's it's so bad. They call it a suplex. Yeah. Vader could probably have done a somersault and it would have been more devastating to watch. It was just so poorly executed. I mean, I know Vader's big. Vader's actually kind of fit for Vader here. Is yeah, that fair to yeah. say? Yeah. And when I say fit, like, he's... I don't know, under 400 pounds, but he actually looks like a monster that can move around and hurt you. Uh, I did, we, we do see a nice slam though for a two count by Koloff. Uh, but yeah. um, Nikita hits the sickle on a post. Yeah. And as soon as that happened, I went, ah, yeah, right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Vader makes fodder of uh, Koloff, of course, with a power bomb for the three count. Yes. Is there anything you want to add to that before I... No, no, no. You summed it up. No? No? All right. Well, mate, this next match was a bit of a marathon for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, do you have a Halloween joke just to wake me up oh, before yeah. we go go through this? Ooh. 
So, so let me have a look. Um, knock, knock. Who's that? Boo. <laughs> Boo hoo. We don't have to have a cry about it. Oh. <laughs> See the shoes on the other foot, mate. <laughs> you deliver it. Just go. Uh, I'm like, do I have to say boo-hoo? Uh, thanks, Case. Thanks, mate. Well, anyway, speaking of boo-hoo, we have to sit through this next tag team match, which makes almost no sense either. Now, this is the unification match for the NWA and the WCW Tag Team Championships. All right, right. I like the story so far, except someone decided not to show up. Bloody Terry Gordy's supposed to be here with his buddy Steve Williams. But uh, he, d- he doesn't know show, so he's off. And we get Steve Austin instead. Mm, the two Steves. Well, it's funny you say that because Steve Austin's real name is Steve Williams. Oh, really? <laughs> Steve Austin joined the company and they went, well, you can't be Steve Williams. He's like, oh, shit, I can't, can I? There's already Dr. Death. So, yeah, he had to go with Austin because he's from Austin, Texas. There you go. A little well, bit you, of trick. Do you know what Steve Williams' real name is? Yeah, Steve Austin. No, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Who, who knows? But uh, I actually I'm look, like it. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. Oh, maybe it's Death, Steve. Death. Oh, he's <laughs> Dr. Death. I liked. Um, I actually liked Dr. Death's promo. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So his real name is Stephen Williams. <laughs> okay. I guess it's a common name, let's face it. But he didn't go with Dr. Death, Stephen Williams. He just Actually, I went to high school with the Steve Williams. There you go. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Case. Um, what well, is a common so, name? What, more common it, than uh, Steve Austin, that's for sure. It is. It is. Now, this is the match that admittedly I had the kids screaming and running around and I had my coffee going and a few things to do, like washing. and. Well, you like can that. do that and come back and the match would still be going. There's no, no need to worry. Yeah. Uh, we should also and, mention the um, the other team. So of course, Steve sorry. And Steve. Hmm. Steve and Steve versus uh, Bazaar and Dusty. So Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes. That's it. And apparently they don't get along. Okay. Uh, but I didn't notice it, really. Look, there's nothing wrong with this match. It's just too long. Every time I watched it, every time I looked up or peeked around, I'm like, okay, this is classic tag team wrestling. They're cutting the yeah. ring in half. We're waiting for that hot tag. I'm like, I get yeah. it. And we've got, look, all four are great wrestlers. We all know them. They had a multitude of characters as we go along throughout the years. Most of them went to WWF. All of them were in WWF slash E at one stage or another. But at the end of the day, don't take me to the 30-minute time limit and then give me no definitive conclusion. Yeah. It's always worrying when they're like, you know, they're really making a point of announcing that 10 minutes left or, you know, 20 minutes left. You know, oh, shit, this is going right at the end, isn't it? And then, I don't yeah. mind that. I don't mind that if there's then this super kick at the end or bloody Dustin oh, yeah. Rhodes delivers a tombstone, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, yeah. He gives uh, Austin um, but, a tombstone. Uh, but doesn't isn't it, there's like a pinfall of like two minutes left or something, isn't there? And there then, is. They, they cancel it and they continue the, the match. Oh, yeah, because he wasn't the legal man. In the oh, ring since the when t- does that matter? <laughs> mm. Well, there the are stickle, stickles for the rules in the WCW. No, no. Not on Bill Watts' watch, apparently, but how crazy is that? So, yeah, you're right, because the original referee gets bumped out and you get That's Nick right. Patrick in, but Randy Anderson, I think, from memory, so sad, I know their freaking names. I'm not even looking at my notes. <laughs> Randy Anderson comes in and calls her, oh, no, no, that's not right. It's like, oh, far out. all right. Okay, well, so you, then, you better so be out. They restart, yeah, they restart the match and there's like, you know, a minute and a half left. And we're like, oh, well, they're going to do some kind of crazy finish. Nah, yes. <laughs> draw. Because, and it's such poor booking in hindsight because that's a great ending because that gives the ex-champions a bloody good mm. reason to go, oi, how about a battle bowl? We yeah. have another go. So anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a didn't sit well with me. And look, again, okay, you want to pull that schlocky shit? It's fine, but don't take half an hour to do it. <laughs> half an hour to do it, yeah, yeah. Look, but aside from the ending, like 
for a mm. half hour match, I was sitting there and watching it. Like I wasn't, you know, wandering off to go to the toilet or start looking yeah. at my phone or anything. Um, you know, it was it was quality wrestling, and yeah, yes. I mean, right, smack bang in the middle of this card, you don't want a half hour match that um, that no. uh, ends in the time limit draw. <laughs> but no. um, but had you know, say I wasn't watching any wrestling that day, and I was just like, oh, I've got half an hour spare time. I'll watch just an old school match to see how it used to be done. Um, you know, yeah. It would, it would be entertaining if it had a better finish. Exactly. Well, that, that's the problem. There's no problem with the match. It's the finish. But yeah. <clears throat> never mind. I'm not even going to need, need a joke to wake me up here. Because uh, I believe next, before uh, Rick Rude's going to finally join us, we have Happy Heyman. He comes out. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he's with Vader. We've we got a bit of a mixed bag here. we got Vader out. and we got Harley out. Harley Race is joining us. Tony Giovanni's out and bloody Medusa. Mm. And, uh, hey, Alundra's looking good here. Yeah, she is. Um, she not is. quite as uh, David Duchovny as, as she uh, goes on to. No, I was getting more Gillian Anderson vibes today. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> But yeah, and Paulie's out and he's taking all the glory and it's me, me, me. And then he reminds us all that it's, and I nearly said it's the 80s. It's not. Uh, it's uh, for a 92 promo. What? What is this? Uh, he, he's, he's not in favour of women being in wrestling. No. Or, or in women in general. It was the vibe I got. Uh, what gave you that impression? When he hit uh, Medusa? Or when he called her a hooker? Or a bitch, or a, I'm like, pardon. I'm like, this build. What's at the back? Go what? Like, I don't. I guess this fit. is the same and playing to his Philly crowd. Mm, I guess, but Heyman mustn't be thinking he's sticking around much longer, carrying on like this. But the only problem with this, this is the only time I reckon in this pay per view, I legitimately was like, oh, is someone going to smash him? He's like, which means that he's doing his job. He's actually very good at what he yeah. does. When when she finally kicks him, and I wish she had a kicked him better, but when she finally kicks him, the place freaking pops. And I'm like, fair enough, fair enough. But it's so weird. Like Vader's out there, big monster, and Medusa's like, I'd just like to shake your hand, Vader. He's like, oh, thanks, no problem. Well, good match, thank you. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's hardly him banging his head on lockers backstage, going no pain. It's just. <laughs> Just a little strange, but anyway, Heyman's made fodder and the coward he is, and he's screaming and ranting, and I'm like, all right, thanks, Heyman. That was fun. Thanks for popping by, even though I can't show anyone uh, that's a female that, really. <laughs> like, you're like, hmm, okay. Uh, he's sitting there going, different times, as we like to say. And uh, But the next match, we finally, Rick Rude decides to pop out. Again, the music always lets you down in WCW. He doesn't come out to that sleazy stripper music yeah it's like yeah. weird just boring music and he does the same shtick you know cut the music yeah and you're all yeah, you're all fat demons or whatever yeah that's it and then jesse gets to have his fun going to hear that jim ross is talking to you and you know, all that god jesse's having fun tonight isn't he he doesn't <laughs> care even when they're talking about the wheel jesse's like <laughs> he is billy <laughs> he is billy brownless tonight oh spin that wheel i don't care um, what even Jesse's got crazy hair. He's got like a ponytail happening at the back. What's that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I guess it's it's ninety two. He's uh, it's um, he's left WWE. Yep, not a care Just, in the world. Exactly. So yeah, Rude's out again. Sans mustache. It bothers me, you know. Yeah, it doesn't look right. It doesn't uh, look right. It's like Burt Reynolds without a mustache. Yeah. It's just like, because <laughs> even, even like when Rick Rude came out with DX many years later, uh, like he had a full beard and you're like, okay, yeah. that, that yeah. works. The man needs facial hair, doesn't he? Just to complete the package. And uh, who's Rick Rude up against? Uh, he's up against, well, Rick Rude's got Medusa with him, despite um, her just being <laughs> booted by uh, Heyman. Um, but Rude's up against... Uh, Master Hero Chono, uh, <laughs> no, who is out there with uh, Hero Matsuda, um, and 
We should also mention that there are two special guest referees for this match. Uh, there one are. representing either side. So we've got uh, the legendary Harley Race. Uh, he, I think they do a coin toss and he gets to be the in-ring referee. And uh, they, over- uh, they overcomplicate this so much. So yeah. everyone, everyone bring a ref now. Let's have a coin toss. Everyone's like, why? Like, okay. We've got to spin a wheel later. Uh, the the ref we have outside the ring from Japan is uh, Kensuke Sasaki. <laughs> you know, I could have done it if I get to do the boys. I forgot to do the boys. But you know what? I, I actually like this match, even though Rick Rude's obviously wrestling quite hurt. He doesn't have yeah. that. Uh, like, he's wrestling safe. Like he's not doing those big bumps and moves he used to do for the Warrior back in the late 80s or... You know, like you can tell, and like he's yeah. still freaking ripped. I mean, he looks great, but eh. and and like let's face it, a Chono who's up against there, there seems to be a there's a mesh of styles here. Definitely, definitely, yeah. But I did, so, I did like um, Chono though. He's like a bit of a submission uh, master. Yeah. He's going for oh STF is his uh, is his finisher but it, during the match he's trying to clamp on um the boston crab he i think he does a camel clutch at one point um oh. some sort of hang on he does a boston crab and a camel clutch that's just the other way around that's just yeah. the other way Ugh. oh imagine <laughs> if you had a tag team and they did both oh <laughs> oh my god uh, hey i just remembered i've left wine in the fridge for like an hour can you bear with me two secs Sure. Hang on, hang on. Uh, it's going to be chilly. Hang on. Ah. <laughs> Tell the folks a joke. I'll be back in a yeah, second. Yeah, I will. I will. I got plenty. Uh, okay. Uh, I used to be a werewolf, you know, but I'm all right. Oh, God. I used to be a werewolf, you know, but I'm all right now. Yeah, it's not good. Why wouldn't Dracula's kids laugh at his jokes? Because they all sucked. <laughs> Very good. Um, right. You just in time for who makes sure the graveyard is up to code? Who? The inspector. Right, Spectre. Right, good. It's very good. It's clever. Well, one last one for you. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, this one's actually uh, a little uh, metaphysical. Uh, why did the ghost cross the road? Why? To get to the other side. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. You know, if you didn't say it in the voice, I'd be sitting here going, "What?" And we just say like that. I'm like, all right. It's like doing a podcast with Peter Sellers tonight. You've got a few <laughs> different characters you're pulling out of, you, out of your arsenal. I've now got freezing cold charades. You know when, like, you know when your wine bottle feels just a bit warm, and you go, I don't want to drink warm wine. Like, it's going down mild wine territory. It is not yeah. my thing. Yeah, uh, like, you just want room temperature. Yeah. Who wants hot wine? No one ever, right? So, yeah, I chucked it in the fridge and I bloody forgot about it. It was supposed to be in there for like 10, 15 minutes just to, you know, oh, just pop, it, uh, pop it next to the heater for 10 minutes. <laughs> I'll sit on it. No, no, it's all right. It, it, it's all right. I'll, I'll pour some now. Uh, I won't be able to taste it. That's the only problem. So, um, <clears throat> where are we? Where with uh, Rick Rick? Uh, we're in the middle of the match with Rick Rude and uh, Masahiro Chono. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to get the ending straight in my brain now. So, doesn't oh, uh, don't both refs get knocked out of the uh, the ring there at some point? Oh, isn't there some um, like a sleeper hold that um, Chono puts on uh, and? Um, Jim Ross gives us the, I think, the Japanese name for it. Yes. And, <laughs> and then like, what like, what's that? What, how do you say that again? Oh, well, well, we've cleared that up, haven't we? It's like, but he's like just grilling JR. Like, 
well, what language is that? And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't and he's like, oh, where you like he's, he's such a dick. He's a fair bit of Japanese. I thought so. I thought it was, I'm pretty sure I've ordered it once at Tevin Yard. I think he says, but, is it Thai or something? I'm like, yeah, Jesse, it's Thai. Oh, again, Jesse doesn't care. He's just there for the paycheck. He's got his feet up. He's dressed as Skeletor. He's having a good old time. He's probably got his next movie with Schwarzenegger just around the corner. He's like, ah, whatever. Isn't he mayor at this stage or something? Possibly. Possibly. You know one thing, <clears throat> irrelevant thought of the night? A fight breaks out at, well, on the pay-per-view uh, overall. It's at uh, two hours and five minutes. There's a fight that breaks out in the crowd that we don't see. Oh, and really? Rick Rude, Rick Rude has um, Chono in a rest hold. No one's watching the ring. Everyone's looking over there, go, what? What's going on? And they have to like cover for it. It's really sad that they're like, oh yeah, everyone loves wrestling here. <laughs> so uh, there's just a weird moment that you like WWE would just cut that out. And be like, nope, yeah. that that couple of minutes does not exist anymore. But if you want to remember the ending, I can help you out. What yeah. occurs is is Chono goes to hit Rude with a practically a big boot of sorts. Accidentally hits Race, and Race takes yep. a pretty pretty good spill for an old fella yeah. out the ring. Then Chono bloody grabs Rick Rude and throws him over the top, and Rick Rude That's goes it. out and cleans up both riffs, including Chono's riff, who must be a stuntman yeah. for Jackie Chan. Yeah, well, I tell you what, yeah, he's got he's got a few good moves himself. I've noticed. He does, so, yeah. So anyway, oh, it's starting to rain. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I need to. Halloween havoc, guys. And uh, I'm, in, I'm in shorts out here. It's getting a bit chilly. Uh, still really, I'm, I mean, I'm inside, but it's muggy as in here. still really hot. Oh, look, no, no, I'm very comfortable outside, but I know I'm going to go back inside and realise I've just been eaten alive by mosquitoes. Like, it's the perfect weather. Not relevant, though. So... Uh, so then what occurs <clears throat> is that Chono gets his paws back on Rick Rude in the ring and actually gets him in a submission move. And Chono's referee, um, Masuda, yep. jumps in and goes, oh, he's won. And like, just like, what's he doing in there? He's the outside referee. And Race gets in and he's like, it's all, all, all a bit confusing because nothing could be clean or clear. Yell out if it starts getting overbearing on the mic. Um and, uh, of course, Race is like, no, 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 no. This match was over two minutes ago when he threw him over the top rope. Yeah. That's one of those silly WCW rules. Yeah. How crazy is that rule? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, no one would win the Royal Rumble uh, if it was in WCW. <laughs> That'll all be disqualified. Yeah. You throw a bloke out. You're out. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it makes no bloody sense. But... Again, maybe Bill Watts is like, well, oh, firstly, it's illegal. Secondly, they'll hit concrete. So you do the math. But Rick Rude, of course, he's lost the match but retained the belt. And oh, all right, how long did that go for? Bloody over 20 minutes. Yeah. There you go. The, the weird thing about this, then the next match, and then our final match concluding tonight's pay-per-view, is that they start getting shorter again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, because that was 20 minutes, next one's 12, next one's 10. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's time to spin the wheel, Case. Spin the wheel! Uh, Yeah, so Sting comes out to spin the wheel. Um, And yeah, out of all of the stipulations on there's an I Quit match, like I said, there's a Prince of Darkness match, there's... Oh, I've got him. uh, You ready? Yeah, yeah, read him out. Texas Bull Rope match. Oh, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say number one, number two. Texas Bull Rope match. You could have a Spinner's Choice. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah. uh, Russian Chain match. Ooh. Dog Collar match. An I Quit match. Oh, it could have been worse. Barbed Wire match. Cage match. Lumberjack match. Prince of Darkness match. Uh, Texas Death match. Coal Miner's Glove match. Pfft, whatever that is. First Blood match. Oh, that's 12. Well, so, wouldn't a Russian chain match in a Texas bull, what is it, bull whip match? And a dog collar match. Yeah, that'd yeah. be the same things, just with They're different... All uh, the same. I mean, what, no pillow fight match? There's no evening gown match? 
This is ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so No stink face match? <laughs> Why not? So, um, Sting comes out, spins a wheel. He, he doesn't even spin it himself. He has to pull one of those old school poker slot things. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> it has that wheel. It spins forever. And yeah. Then it, and then it just, someone behind it's like, yeah, there it is. That's where it stops. It's like, ah. And on coal miner's glove too. Like, wh- what? <laughs> What is a fucking coal miner's glove? And, like, knowing what the stipulation of the match is once we get to it, it's like, why was it a coal miner's glove? Like, it could have been anything on top of a pole. Well, I thought if you're going to make up matches that don't fucking exist, that you're not going to do anyway. What's wrong with, like, a snake pit match? Like, we got Jake the Snake. Like, Mm. what about, yeah, a a scorpion match because of Sting. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's and the funniest thing, and I forgot, but backtracking to the very beginning of the evening where Jesse's got his mask on and then he's like to Jim Ross going, Oh, look at that mask you're wearing. Oh. Yeah. All right. Good on you, Jesse. But Jesse's like, Who knows what it could be? It could be a coal miner's glove match for all we know. And I'm like, He just told us. Jesse gives zero fucks. <laughs> he doesn't care. I was in Predator. So, off we go. He's a piss off Sting. Sting seems kind of happy that he got the coal miners club match. Well, it's his specialty. I mean, yeah, you know, son of a coal miner. Um, well, please. I mean, it's coal miners glove. It's the most bizarre thing. Do I didn't even know coal miners like particularly wore gloves? Or I mean, I, I assume, yeah, I guess they would. But like, why not a coal miners <laughs> boot match or? A, you know, anything. A train driver's hat. Yeah, sure, why not? His apron. Match. Like, yeah, that's it. That's it. I know. I know. Or, or have less options, you dickheads. Have three options that we all fucking know what it is. Like a cage match. I know what a cage is. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, I know. I know, but anyway. Hey, look. Hey, look. It's 92. It's schlocky it's wcw i've never seen it before and we're ranting about it i like it i like it what do you think about our next heavyweight championship match <sighs> well so oh, big size anyway, so this is a wcw heavyweight champion the last match was the nwa world heavyweight championship with rick rude but rick right. rude must have the wcw united states heavyweight championship as well if he was letting big right. man vader defend it for him so he's got two belts he does. There's too many heavyweight championships. They need to uh, they need to uh, differentiate these a little bit more. Well, the, anyway, the United States Championship title was WCW's Intercontinental Championship. Right, right, right. You see the lightning behind me there? Uh, no, but I got lightning behind you in real life. So, hmm. Hmm. Uh, fair enough. That was I just mean, very ominous. <laughs> yeah, I, it's very spooky. I, it's very uh, appropriate for Halloween havoc. Um, but yeah, speaking of this match, so we got the champ, um, the WCW World Heavyweight Champ, Ron Simmons. Bam! Uh, against He's in baby uh, mode here. Yeah, and against the Barbarian um, in heel mode, as per usual, with uh, Cactus Jack training him up by smashing um, cinder blocks made out of powder on his back. You know what? I like that. Uh, that's yeah. so bonkers that I'm like, I'm enjoying this. Because Ooh. if it was a real... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just tell me if someone sticks their head over the fence. <laughs> the... <laughs> ah! uh, one thing I did laugh at at the very beginning of the pay-per-view, I don't know if you noticed, is they had Barbarian practicing to take uh, Ron Simmons' power slam. So oh, yeah. the Barbarian's running into wrestlers getting slammed on the mat. <laughs> over and over again with Cactus like, yeah, that's it. Get up quick. And I'm like, all right, hang on. Hang on. If I was going to showcase Barb's, wouldn't you have him slamming people going, look how strong this dude is. Man, this yeah. guy can't even leave his feet. <laughs> it's like me. Like, Let's cut to Glenn practicing for the wrestling match and me screaming in a chokehold for 10 minutes. Ah! Like, like well, he's getting beaten up. I'm like, why are you showing me this? It just made no sense. But anyway. It was pretty stupid, it, yeah. It was pretty stupid. 
However, it was different. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Ron Simmons comes out. He's like Butch Reed back in the face days. He's, mm. he's coming out like he's almost Coco Beware. He comes out with an entourage of about, of about 50 people. What's going on? Yeah, damn. Um, damn. Yeah, uh, like he, yeah, he looks great. Uh, this here, like it's Jack does, and um, yeah. The the only problem with this match is the crowd don't seem to give a shit at all. No, they're like fast asleep during this one. Look, the, the they killed the crowd with the tag team match. Yeah, is yeah. what what they did is that tag team match. It should have been either twenty five minutes shorter or not on the card at all. Let's face yeah. it. Well, we I mean, had a they, bonkers. But- Still with the Rick Rude match, yeah. they were still, um, you know, getting into all the hijinks with all the refs and stuff. Um, but this one, they just, yeah, they're flat as. It's, they're barely cheering or booing or anything. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame because, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a decent match aside from that. It just has all the energy sucked out of it. Cactus Jack didn't really do much floating around outside the ring, though. Could have been a little bit no. more... No, I know, but he also does create that element of danger because we all know Cactus is bonkers, and we know yeah. we know Mick Foley, and they knew Mick Foley even back then. The dude will fall through anything or fly through anything, so you know, or, or do anything. What's he gonna do, brother? Yeah, but, well, nothing. I think the, nothing. The problem. <laughs> well, I think the main problem is is that Ron Simmons was defending his title against the Barbarian because the Barbarian is not a formidable foe. The Barbarian is not a power slam. <laughs> well, he does. Yeah, he does. But I mean, I mean, he ends up losing from the power slam, so he clearly didn't train enough. No, and he only took one from memory. But uh, look, I do. I here comes the rain. Oh, hail! Huh? Is that hail? No, no, no. Does it sound like hail? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, can hear. Alright. It's all special effects, kids. Yeah. Ooh, well, we must be getting close to the main event. And uh, Barbarian actually climbs the rope at one stage when Ron Simmons is literally across the ring. Like, where you yeah. go, he's not going to... Oh, sorry, sorry. When, yeah, when Simmons is across the ring, I'm like, he's not going to hit shit. And so... Simmons has to roll to the oh. middle. But to my astonishment, Barnes actually hits the headbutt. This yes. is still doesn't win. He cops the cops the big power slam. Simmons retains. We have a chat with what's his name? Bill Watts's kid, and then Bruno's yeah. out. Oh, very good. Everyone's happy and uh, Tony's there. Fantastic. And that's our pay-per-view. No, it's not. I did I did like um, Ron Simmons when he was like giving Bruno some props, saying you're a great champion in your time or whatever. He was just pointing at him really aggressively. He's like, I love oh, it. You're, really, I love you're it. a really good wrestler. I really respect you. But it's like, that's the most threatening way to say something, give someone a compliment. Like, <laughs> I know. I No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. Um, but yeah, because like, he didn't shake his hand or no. anything to that effect. Uh, yeah, quite strange. But anyway, I, we both noticed it. So it's memorable. And, uh, of course, Ron Simmons, the first black heavyweight champion in oh, yeah. WCW. So that's cool. I mean, it's 92. Vince McMahon hadn't figured this bit out yet. <laughs> so uh, off well, we go. Barely, barely has just now, really. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. There's too much content and it's all bad. <laughs> it's just all bad. I mean, like this new stuff. Are we going to watch Survivor Series this year? Are we even going to well, bother? Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to not going to guarantee that I'm going to enjoy much of it. That, look, generally, there's one match per pay per view per four hours. There's one match that I enjoy. <laughs> That's not great. Did you see the girls? Oh, here we go. Off we ramble. Did you yeah. see Charlotte? And uh, Becky Lynch fighting as they swap the titles. I did not see it, but yeah, I read some stuff about it. Mm. It is so weird. So weird to watch. Like, if that was scripted to be awkward, then well done, girls. 
been <laughs> like someone didn't want to do business, you know. And yeah. we're talking about two pros here, so I, I don't know. It's a. I'm oh, no, but apparently, there's a lot of rumors. Like I don't know, you know, how much of it's real, how much of it's people building up the story or whatever. But apparently, Charlotte's just total total bitch backstage now and not friends with anyone. And Becky's like the the locker room champion who like stands up to her. Um, oh, yeah. For everyone else, so yeah. But if know. they lose Charlotte, that's a, that's a big loss. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, case never mind about Charlotte Flair. She probably wasn't even. I oh, know she would have been born then, but she'd be little, wouldn't she? Back in '92, we've got for our main event, and you know what? This is quite a get. This is like one of those weird. Like, oh, could you ever imagine if a WWF guy met a WCW guy? Like, it is a dream match yeah. of sorts. Yeah. We've got the Snake Man, Jake the Snake, and he's in full heel mode, but everyone wants to cheer him anyway and yell out again if you can't hear me. Uh, we're good. I mean, that's, good. The rain is very loud, but when you speak, it cuts out the rain. Well... That's thankfully due to the quality microphones that we use today, guys. I'll just keep talking for the rest of the pay-per-view, and you'll never hear that pesky rat. Now, hang on. I'll put the rain effect back on while you talk, guys. Hang on. Okay. Well, uh, I forgot what I was going to say there about this one. Yeah, no, like you were saying, um, yeah, what a dream match. Sting versus Jake Roberts. Why not, um, you know, imagine, like, all the amazing matches they could have. Imagine if we put them in a coal miner's glove match. Hang on, hang on, get wet. Hang on. (laughs) Oh, it's looking like uh, the day after tomorrow. Oh, Why do seagulls attack witches on the beach? Because they're sandwiches. No, that's not good. Um, Fucking ridiculous. What what do you call a werewolf who doesn't know he's a werewolf? An unawarewolf. All right. Hang on. I'm kind of back. Hang on. Jesus Christ, it's like I'm on a ship. It's like a bloody monsoon over there. Ah, it's bloody... It's it's raining sideways, and it just hit me all down the back. Woo! (laughs) Fucking hell. That was not called for. This rain is unsanctioned. (laughs) It's unsanctioned. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that this match is unsanctioned. Unsanctioned. Because, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't have a sanctioned coal miners glove match. You've got to unsanction it because who knows what could happen. And, yeah, to explain the stipulation, there is a coal miners glove on top of a pole, which is quite high up. It's it's probably, what, 20 feet above the ring or whatever. And, um, it's too high. It's too high, particularly when there's no padding or anything outside the ring. Um, and, like... Luckily, uh, Sting and Jake can actually climb poles because uh, I'd be I'd be no good if uh, I had to jump up and grab that. But like, yeah, again, I don't get why it's a coal miner's glove. Like, climb up and get something, sure, but coal coal miner's glove. What a bizarre thing. Maybe coal mining was was big in Pennsylvania, possibly. I I, I believe it's an old Bill Wattsism from back in the mid south days. Right. So, yet another eye roller backstage, like, oh, God, what are we doing? I mean, I would have just had a... Wouldn't you just have Sting with a bag with a scorpion in it and Jake with a bag with a snake in it? Yeah. And you're like, if you can get to your bag and get whatever stupid creature you own out of the bag, you know, you get to (laughs) use it. (laughs) I have no idea. I didn't think it through. (laughs) Yeah, but... Something more where you're like, oh, thanks. Oh my god, oh my god, it's so ridiculous out here. And the annoying thing is, is the second we're done recording, it'll stop. It'll stop raining. Yeah, guaranteed. So, yeah, I did have to laugh when Jake looks up at how high the pole is, and he's like, oh, oh no, and uh, <laughs> like, I just smile at his face, like, yeah. And 
I even just laughed when I saw the the glove on this Beetlejuice style pole. Yeah. It just it, the glove's like hello, like it's not hanging there. It's like hi, <laughs> I'm a hand. And so it was just so weird. And I'm like, okay, this match is gonna, not going to be good. I've never heard that it's good. Like no one's ever gone. Oh, have you seen this? So uh, yeah. you know what it's like. Strangely, this also happened in '92. It's like that Survivor Series nightstick match. Yeah, but at least at least that's a weapon. Like that makes some modicum of sense to you know climb and get the fucking nightstick. Yeah, because um, they can beat someone with it. But uh, what are you gonna do with the coal mine? Go coal mining? <laughs> yeah, why not? But like, like Jake, Jake hits Sting with a a very bright red chair. Out the mm. out of the ring, and I'm like, "What are you climbing up, holding the glove for? If you got a steel chair in your hands, who cares?" Uh, I don't know. Just a thought. And then, then they even bring up the point that you can like still win by submission or um, pinfall. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do that anyway? Like, why would you even bother with the stupid Colomino's glove? Because <laughs> it's unsanctioned, case. I don't know. I have no idea. But what I did find funny is like Jake is like trying to be the biggest asshole baddie that he can be. The crowd love him. Yeah. It's Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake wrestled the freaking Undertaker earlier this year in 1992 in front of, what, 80,000 people. Jake the Snake is a huge star. It's like he's beneath this. Oh, and the tragedy... Oh, hello. Do you know this? The tragedy about this is that Jake the Snake left WWF. Mm. He completely cancelled his own contract said, I don't want your royalties, I don't want nothing, because I'm going to WCW to make more money. And it was guaranteed at the time. Yeah. A guy, I think the guy's name was Kip Fry. You can't make that name up. It has to be Kip Fry. And uh, that's a good name, isn't it? Kip Fry. Kip Fry guaranteed him all this money plus more, but of course he can't sign him to a bloody contract until he's out of his WWF contract. Jake cancels that. Over he comes. Bill Watts walks in. I'm the new boss. We're not doing that. We'll tear that up and paid him a couple of grand. Ugh. Ugh. No wonder he turned to drugs. That's bad luck. Yeah. That is bad luck. But uh, yeah, so what have we got here? Um, we see Jake hits him with the red chair. He strangles Sting with some wrist tape. That's right. And uh, we yeah. see a, sh- a short clothesline. DDT crowd pops. Yay! Like, no, he's the bad guy. But anyway, okay. Did you see Sting do that swing around the pole thing? Like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was so dumb. <laughs> it looked like Fred Astaire or them. Sing in the rain. <laughs> he went around, went around. I'm singing in the rain out here. Fucking hell. I feel like I'm doing the weather report. You know, you see those people like getting blown yeah. sideways and hit by stuff. Like, oh, it's a bit windy out here. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Sting nails Jake. He climbs up and gets his glove. Bloody Mick Foley, out he comes. What's he got? What's he got? <laughs> oh, he's got a bag. He's got a bag, doesn't he? Oh, man, this is so funny. So, yeah, he tosses a bag into Jake and, like, well, what does Jake keep in bags? Uh, it's a much smaller bag than the one he used to keep Damien in. Drugs, usually. <laughs> it's a lot smaller than the one that he kept Damien in. So I'm like, what's, what's, what is mm. in the bag? And pulls out a cobra, a deadly cobra, which... Uh, is it a cobra? Bite himself in the face. <laughs> that was he so pulls, funny. He pulls out what I reckon was a drop tail lizard that's an amputee, and freaking Sting somehow finally shimmies up that freaking long pole like Johnny yeah. Depp in like Pirates, and he gets the glove. He punches Jake once. Jake then doesn't get bitten by his snake and holds it on his face, going, ah! <laughs> The snake couldn't care less. The snake's like, whoa! It's like, but the you snake's been... probably just worried about getting bloody squished every time Jake bloody rolls over. You know what I would have done? And I know it's hammy and schlocky, but hell, it's Halloween Havoc 1992. Fucking hell, listen to that. Yeah. The sacrifices we make for this podcast. Um... I would have had a puppet cobra, and I wouldn't yeah. have even—I pu- wouldn't have pulled it all out of the bag completely. 
and I would have operated it with my hand up in the bag and had this dumb puppet cobra hanging on to my own face, because why not? We're treating the crowd like they're morons anyway. And stagger around holding them back, going, help! Why not? Yeah, yeah, works for me. <laughs> it's a weird pay-per-view. It's very weird. Uh, and that was it. That's it. Hey, did you know that this Ooh, pay-per-view... Oh, roll credits. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. We have to. It's a necessity. But did you know this was the biggest grossing WCW event until Hulk Hogan joined WCW? Jesus Christ. So it shows you how much drawing power Jake had. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, bigger than bloody barrel bowls and starcades and bigger than a bunkhouse stampede. Uh, that's crazy. Only now we're 92. Hey, I've, I've got one more joke for you. All right. What, what do you call the national holiday for all vampires? Uh, I don't know. What do you call the national holiday for all vampires? Thanksgiving. Oh, oh. oh I call that. And speaking of Thanksgiving case, it's November. By the time next time we get together, guess what mm. I'm picking? Survivor Series. Hell yeah. So we've, look, we've analysed Survivor Series, the first one. We've yep. critiqued the second annual. We yep. scrutinised the third one. So guess what I'm picking? Uh, the fourth one? No, the fifth one, Case. It's, <laughs> no, no, we'll do the, no, no, we'll do the fourth one. The fourth one, they got the big egg. The Undertaker's going to join us. And Tugboat's finally going to be in a shitty four-man team. Right. That's not that's nineteen ninety, yeah? The fourth one. Nineteen ninety is where we're headed. The gobbledygooker, is it is it that one? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what he sounds like when he's wet. So uh, until next time. Do you have any more jokes? Nah man. You were out of jokes when we started this. Until next time, this has been Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble, or Spooky Ramble to some. Until next time. Ramble on!